0: alexander six sits down in a chair surrounded by monitors and looks around at all the unfamiliar technology well julius they coo taking stock of the screen's blue glow and the multiple keyboard as serious as ever they tap at the keyboard and reach over to a mouse and making little noises of confusion and discovery like a perplexed child Give up and settle their chin on the backs of their hands. Then they see something on one of the screens. A little blip on the map headed southward. Ah, Julius, you did it. Okay, then, kids, let's get ready for playtime. open on a view of the scenic Hawkback Inn, a lovely little, almost upsettingly charming little ski lodge, not far from rural Gaylord, Michigan. It looks to any observer like it was taken directly from the Alps. And not just any Alps, the particularly tourist-obsessed portion And inside this cozy little inn, there is, of course, a cozy little restaurant. The building is surrounded by artificial snow, pumped in by state-of-the-art climate control machines. It's always ski season. And regardless of what they wore when they came in, staff are dressed in puffy jackets and warm sweaters as if to drive home the wintry ambiance of the place. And this is where we find Marcosia's team. An insider on the staff has helped push together several tables so that everyone can sit together. There is a roaring electronic fireplace, close enough that if it were real, Flannery could absolutely burn herself on it. It's not, she's safe, don't worry seated next to Flannery, is an absolute mountain of a person. Wrestlers build six feet tall, enormous, huge voice, huge grin, huge plate of spaghetti in front of them. And what is it like for everybody here at the Hawkback Inn? What have you ordered? I'm always curious about what you're ordering.
1: Hmm. What kind of food? does this place have, I guess?
0: Comfort food mostly, I reckon.
2: I mean, it's an Alpen lodge. The specialty has gotta be
0: Swedish meatballs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. Swedish meatballs have gotta be on the menu.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably like one of Flannery's comfort foods here. Like this is not the first time she's been to this lodge as it turns out. In fact, far from the first time, this is... Um, hometown stomping grounds for Flannery. She happened to grow up in the town of Gaylord, Michigan, and is more than familiar with the tourist scene of the area. And she's especially familiar with the Hawkback Inn, because one of the employees who helped them set this whole shebang up happens to be none other than Flannery's longtime girlfriend,
0: Jean. Do they meet here at the Hawkback Inn? Did Flannery ask out the cute waitress? I think they probably would have met at school first.
2: They probably both would have went to the local high school and before that, the junior high school and before that, the elementary school. I think they even probably started out as childhood friends and over time grew to be more than that. But it certainly didn't hurt when Jean did in fact become the cute waitress up at the ski lodge.
0: (laughs) I bet. Said cute waitress is bustling around, storming through the swinging double doors leading to the kitchen, as usual, having a quiet conversation with the bartender.
2: I think when Flannery her, she gives like a cute, excited little wave as the person sitting next to her is chatting very loudly to the rest of Marcosia's team.
0: And that's why, they say, and, Honestly, the story has not been long enough to Merida, and that's why, but here you are. That's why flexibility training is key. A lot of kids these days are all about strength training, and don't get me wrong, strength training is important, but when it comes to making sure your body's not gonna give out on you as you age, and I know that's hard for some of you to imagine, flexibility training is what's gonna keep those joints in line.
2: Absolutely, and uh, Flannery like pumps her chest like with a fist
0: in Response. Right. Stamina training's well and good. You have to keep it up. Can't let stamina training lapse for one minute or else you lose it. But flexibility will serve you for the rest of your life.
1: Wow. I think Baby just silently nods while they're eating, <laughs> just doing the like, mm hmm, I'm listening. Uh,
0: no, no, <laughs> see, look, look, Flannery, Flannery, get up, get up. And Coach yeah, yeah, stands all right, up. All right, all right. Fl- Flannery like bounces up. It's time for your secret handshake, and by secret handshake, I mean Coach turns around and does an upsettingly steep back bend. <laughs> Is Coach
2: still seated while
0: doing no, this? No, Coach has stood
2: up for this. Okay. Yeah. I think in that case, Flannery will mirror her
0: motion. And then they high five upside down during steep back bends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then Coach straightens back up and sits down and returns to their spaghetti. And I'm, look, I'm older than I look. Older than I look. Oh, don't say that. You're fine. Well, flexibility training, Flannery. Everybody ages. Exactly. Even you. Seems like only yesterday you were just a little scamp with a ribbon who couldn't sit still.
2: I mean, I'm still having trouble sitting still sometimes,
0: but, you know. know. (laughs) But now you're a big scamp who can't sit still.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Mia's just been having a cup of coffee in a, slice of pie but um <laughs> when flannery says that she can't sip still mia just chuckles while taking a sip of coffee
0: yep yep i, I think coach nods at this like yes yes this is this is our problem child is kind of the expression <laughs> that Coach <Yeah>. has.
2: <laughs> I, I think uh, unsurprisingly, as Flannery sits back down and she's she's mostly finished with her food at this point, I think you've all been there for a little while at this point, you can see her knee tapping up and down because she's excited that Coach is here and excited that everybody is talking and getting along, excited that Jean is here, and like things feel great,
0: unequivocally great. <laughs> So, um, lin -Lin, what have you
4: ordered? Mm -hmm. I think the Swedish meatballs around the center end up being such a popular item that at certain points, some people got tired of pairing it up with the different breads or noodles or whatever else would be brought in with it. So after a certain point, it became a popular item to just mash the Swedish meatballs into a big pile to turn it into a big Swedish meatball loaf. And I think that's what she's ordering at the moment and just munching down on it with a big spoonful in her mouth. And there's just a very full,
3: hmm hmm
4: just every three seconds as she's just listening in on the conversation with very little to say or when she does have something to say, it still remains quite quiet as she doesn't know this larger person of authority that's almost like a bigger, scarier Flannery in her head.
0: <laughs> is, I am picturing just like the this like meatball trash plate, this like borderline challenge item on the menu, mm-hmm. which I'm all about.
4: Yeah, it goes into like multiple sizes of like medium, large and like hawkback size.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The legendary meat mountain. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which one has Lin ordered?
4: She has ordered the large one for now and she'll consider it later if somebody's willing to join her in the challenge, but <laughs> she's not going to like make that a scene right now.
0: <laughs> okay, because we have a ringer on the team and that is, what has Baby ordered?
1: Baby has gotten a large bowl of French onion soup with a sliced like beef sandwich to go alongside it. Um... Obviously got some like roasted potatoes and upon seeing this challenge also decides to do this challenge. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah.
4: There was like a point of like eyeing them down. I was like, we could have just done this together. I didn't need to order. <laughs> oh. Oh, I thought that we were supposed to do it like one. Like I thought, sorry,
1: I thought the challenge was only one person at it. I, I can I, I can ask them to take it
4: back and then we can just no, share I, them I can warm. take mine back, but she says they can take it back. I mean, you can, you take it can back, if but, she you want ate to, it but, ate but
2: yeah, it's, it's more fun to do it as like a big group.
4: Okay, do you think Mia would be... All of us can eat it, I think. And she's just saying this between like inhaling additional
3: bites. When Mia's name is mentioned, she looks up like a deer in headlights and then just takes a long sip from her mug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still full from before the... Drive up here, so I'm I'm
0: I'm good. <laughs> Coach lets out just a big barrel chested laugh and she's <laughs> like no, part of growing up is facing your own challenges. You won't ha- always have an adult to help you eat the meat mountain. Soon you're the adult and people want you to eat the meat mountain all by yourself.
3: That one was slightly <laughs> less sensible, but more guiding. So what
0: she said. Hmm.
2: And then you realize you have people around you who can help you eat the meat mountain.
0: Also, you can ask your peers to help you eat the meat mountain. That's called teamwork. I think what that signal is when, like, Loon then takes,
4: like, the fork over and takes, like, a forkful of baby's meat mountain then. <laughs> oh, Yeah, it's, it's turned into, like, a team building exercise.
0: <laughs> uh, can I get uh, either of you any any drinks? Um, bar's open now, so Coach just, like, laughs. Jean, Jean, my dear, Jean, my dear, can you get me a mug of stout, please? (laughs) Sure thing, Coach.
2: Flannery puts a hand behind her head. Ah, you know me, I'll I'll just have a
0: Coke. (laughs) Yep. Mm,
3: I've been a little irresponsible lately. I think I will not be drinking anything for now.
0: All right. Can I get you a refill on the coffee then?
3: Please, if you could.
0: Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Sorry, uh, sorry. Flannery told me your names, but it's a little busy today and I am <laughs> a little scrambled. Um, baby, right?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I'll have, and is just like kind of looking through the menu and is trying to decide. If they should use their fake ID. But maybe not. Maybe not this time. Last time we got a little wild. Um Do you all have ginger ale?
0: Of course, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll take one of those. Light ice. Great.
0: Please. And um Linlin?
4: That's right. And seeing that neither Flannery nor Baby ended up getting a drink like that, I think she doesn't want to be like the only one doing that. So she'll just look over like, "Yeah, just a just a hot chocolate will be great." Yeah,
0: great. Oh, How's everybody's wait. Oh, food? wait.
1: I'm sorry. Can I also get oh. a hot chocolate? I really was not thinking. Thank hot you.
0: chocolate's great here. You won't regret it. Oh, awesome. Oh, absolutely. Also, so you said also, as in also ginger ale?
1: Uh oh. Um sure. Yeah, okay. Sure? Yeah. Both don't, of those. Don't worry,
0: they can they can drink a lot, they can eat a lot, it's all good.
1: Oh well.
0: <laughs> Better hope so. Two large meat mountains will um stymie all but the toughest tables. Don't you worry. I believe in the power of
2: my friends. And Flannery <laughs> looks fired up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> There's a glowing light for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the blinds in the back just open so like the perfect lighting just shows up at the right time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene <laughs> gives kind of an awkward laugh at Flannery's very big dramatic heroine speech. And <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well uh good good luck guys. Um I uh, I'm going to be around so I'll be right back with those drinks.
2: Bye. And, and Flannery like cutely waves and gets like right out of that like <laughs> speech as Gene leaves.
0: I think by now she's headed back to the bar and doesn't see it. Oh. She looks a little disappointed,
2: but settles back in.
0: Ah. Uh, hey. Hey, Coach Elbows Flannery. What? 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 I, sometimes people don't see things. That's why you got to be direct.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I. Sorry. I. I guess she just didn't hear. I know. Well, don't be down. Be direct. All right. That's my girl. She blushes. Sorry, I... I, We've been together for so long, I still feel like I get tongue-tied around
0: her. Ah, young love. And Coach kind of ruffles Flannery's (laughs) hair, which is already presumably pretty ruffled because I don't believe it's very tidy.
2: Yeah, this does not move the needle very much on scruffiness.
0: (laughs) So, uh, I suppose I ought to thank you all for, uh, taking good care of our little Flannery here. She's not causing you too much trouble?
3: No, she's been, well, beyond being energetic, she's been, (laughs) she's been coordinated and, well, she does good work for someone so young.
0: Energetic and coordinated are two words I would use to describe Flannery, yes. (laughs)
4: Honestly, like, out of the three of us, she's on the older end, so if anything, she's taking care of us. Baby nods.
2: Ah, I think as you're saying all this, oh. Flannery is just blushing deeper. <laughs>
0: oh, you get to be a big sister type now, do you, Flannery? Hmm. I,
2: I guess I don't I don't know if I necessarily oh, feel wow. like it. I I feel like I'm looking up to like literally looking up to all of you sometimes,
0: but also like you're not the baby at the gym anymore. You're yes. a big sister now. Yeah, well, we, now we have another baby, I guess, yeah. You're not the little gym baby. The little ones are looking up to you. This is wonderful. This is beautiful. <laughs> Flattery. I,
2: I, I'm I, glad, I'm glad you all are, I guess. I guess, I guess I just, it's, it's getting used to feeling like that, I guess. I, mm. I don't know, I still feel like, again, I'm, I'm looking up to all of you so much still too. It, it kind of feels like an equal thing, I guess.
4: I think Leland is like almost like mouthing over for her after like watching this entire scene. was like, Who are you? <laughs> and just like sending a text over is like hey, what's going on? <laughs> Who are you? Do we have a I do we have a group chat?
0: I Absolutely. have to imagine you have a group chat. I imagine right? that
4: there's two group chats, like one between like entire one with team me, yeah, and then and one more. with just the three of us. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
0: yeah. One with me yeah, and yeah, one yeah. without. I think coach gives Flannery another big clap on the back and like, look, Flannery, it's like I always say, you can't go your whole life looking up to people. It's bad for your neck. It kind of is. It gets real sore sometimes. Yeah, you'll regret that when you get older. Take good care of your neck now, Flannery. I keep telling you.
2: You're always saying that, I know. It's, it
0: feels like it's such a long ways off, but I <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, how long was it before you were a little noodly kid just scampering around on the gym mats, waving a ribbon around? Not that long, I guess, in the grand scheme. Mm. Coach does a, like, I'm thinking gesture and points at Flannery like, yes, now we understand each other. <laughs> And back comes Jean with a frothy mug of stout and two frothy hot chocolates as well frothy.
2: I guess since we started all this, uh, I, I don't know, maybe that's a little, maybe it's a little dark, but I guess I've been thinking a little bit more about like the time that we have as young people, I guess. So it's, <laughs> I guess it kind of hits home a little
0: bit, huh? Uh, so he- here's that coffee for you. Oh, hey. Oh, th- yeah. Hi, uh,
2: honey. Hi. Uh, she'll, she'll, like, push herself up a little bit to give her, like, a little peck.
0: Oh. And Jean kind of gives you a little kiss on the forehead and sets down a Coke and a ginger ale and two hot chocolates and a big old mug of stout, which Coach sets to with just big, meaty hands. It's a... Uh, Anyway, the hot chocolate is is uh, the specialty. It's uh everybody loves it. You're gonna love it. It really is super good. Yeah. Um uh how are the how are the meat mountains going? Very good.
4: Mm. <laughs>
0: Glad just to hear
4: it. Down. It's almost become a signature catchphrase throughout the scene, but there's a thumbs up and there's just a big old
0: mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> What's just going on? Great. Uh yeah. Um <clears throat> And she kind of straightens up, don't worry about the tab, got it comped, as thanks for looking after Flannery. So order whatever you want, it's on the house.
2: Oh, thanks.
4: Uh, I, I think Lena will, like open up the menu and share it with baby again. Cause <laughs> at this point, like just a third <laughs> item to see if they can share it together. And just like browsing it together and just like pointing out different objects while mouth is still full. So it's a wordless process of just excitedly pointing at things.
3: Mia stands up, just kind of like nods in Jean's direction and says, that's very kind of you. There was no need, but I'm very much appreciative if you have any interest of changing your mind on that. I'm more than happy to pay. Well, hell is. But the gesture is kind.
0: No, it's... Uh th- yeah, no, it's it's uh real important to all of us that she makes it back safe. And um so the people who are trying to do that, they get the star treatment here. And coach nods at this.
2: Flannery looks a bit awkward as she sips her coke from a straw.
1: Baby leans over to Lin-Lin <laughs> with the menu and goes, Okay, so I was still thinking about this French onion soup and the sandwich. I think it looks like it's like a foot long sandwich so maybe we could split that. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, uh, how big are your bowls of soup?
0: Uh, Large is about so. She holds her hands apart. We also have like a mug of soup which is like this much.
1: Mm.
4: Looks back. Bowl? bowl? Bowl. Bowl. One bowl or two? Mm. One bowl. One we, bowl. One yeah. bowl. Yeah, we can all do one
1: yeah. bowl. And
0: if we want more, we
1: just get another bowl after. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: <laughs> sure thing. I'll take that back to the kitchen then. Thank,
1: right, thank you. Thank you.
0: So I think once everybody has finished their hot chocolate and their dinner and their second dinner, um, many more dinners after that, my question is, Would you all like to hit the proverbial slopes, or would you just like to lounge around in this faux chateau?
1: Does this place have a hot tub?
0: It absolutely has a hot tub.
1: Baby's going to the hot tub. I'm sure we all could use the hot waters to soothe our aching muscles. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, um... Yeah, I think it's just a nice scene of all of us, like, nose down everything in the water and, like, soaking in as
4: much heat as possible. <laughs> yeah, just trying to avoid talking and also, honestly, avoid eyeballs. Lin like, deep under the water, like, even, like, beyond nose and almost, like, holding breath with only the eyes above. Oh. Yeah, It's a mix of a slight anxiety of exposure to other people, but also enjoying the actual sight itself. Just full crocodile oh, yeah. mode? Mm-hmm. Yep, Love crocodile it. mode. And there's even like, even though just turned into adult, it's still like just bubbling and gurgling under the water as well, just like playing <laughs> with the water. There's even a point of splashing, but then there's like a sign that's like a, you know, somebody within the staff just points to of saying no splashing. And then again, just like crocodiling even an inch lower than previously.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm glad you guys got to come and see this. It's It's nice to be able to... Share my hometown with like my new friends and whatnot.
1: Thank you for inviting us. This place is, uh, this place is pretty cool.
2: It is, it is pretty cool in most ways. Um, I've, I've generally been pretty happy here and especially like it's great <laughs> to have places like this just right in your backyard.
4: Oh, yeah. Coming up for airs, like, so is this just what life is like every day for you?
2: Um, not really. Like, it, it's just kind of like, busy and congested around, like, busy tourist times of year, so it's not really great to come up around those times, but this time of year is pretty all right.
4: Oh, okay. Well, it's nice.
2: Yeah. Like, down in the town, it's kind of like, I mean, it's just a town.
4: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And then I think that's when she, like, dips back down again. I think that there is a small moment as like, as soon as like, you know, like still very warm from just exiting that spring there, uh, while like just getting dressed as soon as that happens, um, there is this like artificial snow that covers the ground, which is like real gorgeous. And after taking like a picture of it with her phone for just like, you know, mental uh, like album keeping, uh, throwing a snowball over at Flannery and Baby as well, and just turning this into an escalated scene, they've gotten (laughs) combat training. So this is the goofiest form of
0: that
2: snowball fight
0: yeah I, I love I love this this elite military unit throwing snowballs at each other at the resort
2: <laughs> that's yeah. very cute I think before the end of the day once they've had their time to digest all of their heavy food and have their fun snowball fight they can actually hit the slopes for a while and Flannery will show everybody the best slopes and like pull off some of the cool freeze frame tricks that you would want to see in a anime skiing episode. Yeah. (laughs) While wearing like this very like fun, I imagine like 90s style neon
0: ski outfit with the big toque. Yeah. (laughs) Flannery has very, we're gonna save the community center vibes and I love it. I want to say that she
2: might have actually saved the community center at some point in her <laughs> year.
0: Well, if anyone could do it, it's Flannery. I have no problem with Flannery having canonically saved a community center.
2: <laughs> how's, how's everybody at skiing, by the way?
4: Yes, like, please,
2: I, I imagine please, please. you're all pretty coordinated as hymnal users, but how does that translate to ski?
4: I think that Lin, Lin takes a while because a lot of this is 100% foreign to her. She grew up in like some pretty sunny areas around like the west coast around like Oregon and Northern California where it doesn't even really snow that much so the idea of having enough to be at the point of like skiing or snowboarding is foreign but she gets the hang of it there is like this recurring thought of just like oh this would be like so fun to be able to like do this with our hymnal units but she has been instructed not to do that like in her early days
0: yeah, no, <laughs> these aren't toys, Lin-Lin. So she
4: doesn't, she doesn't, doesn't. do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't, she's good.
4: But she does continue to think about it. Baby's parents have taken them skiing
1: several times. I don't mm-hmm. know if that means that baby's good at it. Just based on how they use their hymnal, I feel like they should be. yeah. So, I'm going to say that they are.
0: Yeah. And then everybody tucks in nicely at the ski lodge for a little sleep eventually. And it's nice. And the JRPG sleepy time music plays. And then Flannery gets out of bed and all of her HP is restored. And uh, the rest of the party just walks into Flannery and disappears. <laughs> Love this game. Love this game. There's a safe point in the room. Sick. Is there anything you would like to do at the ski lodge before it is time to head back up north to Solomon City?
2: Flannery is waking up fairly early. The whole point of this meeting is to like have some like combined training time with Mia and Coach together. So I, I feel like they probably would take some time in the morning to do something together, like some kind of exercise regimen of some sort.
0: Yeah. So let's actually go like the next morning, we're in town, we're at the gym.
2: Yeah, I think at this point now, everybody's come down from the slopes and can take some time in town to do a few things and uh, Flannery and Coach and Mia are at the gym. Um uh, yeah.
0: Lemon baby, contrary to your prior very luxurious experience at the resort, well, this is the other side of the resort town. It's quiet. It's not much here. Not great infrastructure.
2: It's kind of like Flannery said it's it's just a small town. It's sleepy. A few places have facades of again like kind of Swiss alpine themes. Most of it is just like any other small American town.
0: Yeah. There's like stains where rust has dripped down from behind the sign at the gym, which is still called like Tough Guys. And it's like, how long has it been since that was an okay gym name?
1: Tough Guys.
0: And it's spelled T-U-F-F.
1: I was going to ask. I was going to (laughs) ask. 100% it is, yeah. I'm glad you said that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And inside Tough Guys Gym, Flannery is doing wind sprints while Coach just bellows from the sidelines. Just like a 15- Come on,
2: Flannery! And she's dashing, she's dashing.
0: (laughs) Sometimes, before a workout with Flannery, you just make her do wind sprints so that she'll listen. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Mia just
3: kind of like (laughs) turns her head and smirks and says, all right.
0: You just let her come in straight. She's not going to pay attention. Sixteen Flattery! Sixteen!
3: Gotcha! Anyways, when you're doing conditioning and training with someone, do you ever ask for just one more from them, even though you know they don't have the one more in them, just to watch them try?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. Nine times out of ten, they don't. But the tenth makes it all worthwhile, doesn't it?
3: Mia kind of, like, turns away from Coach and gives the expression, like, oh, shit, no, I was just kind of being an asshole, but and then turns back after uh, taking in a breath. Uh, That's very, um, very wise. Yes, I agree completely.
0: Coach lives on a steady diet of informational posters (laughs) because the only (laughs) thing she reads.
3: (laughs) Mia's like panicking, this person's too earnest and it's freaking her out. (laughs) She's like, I don't know what to do now.
0: Well, uh... okay, come on back it. I think she's all yours, planner.
2: All right. What you got for me? I'm kind of excited to find out. I saw you were working on a bunch of stuff. I saw a bunch of papers and I was like, oh.
3: Uh, Yeah, here we can go over some of these training drills. These are going to be for flexibility and conditioning. This is going to keep you, well, on your toes. So with some insight from your coach here, I was able to, well, find some of the places you've been keenly hiding your lack of technique from me. So we'll be polishing those. It'll take a little bit of time, but We'll work our way through it. And Mia unfolds the papers and goes over a couple bullet points and just kind of breaks down some of the drills that they'll be running for the day. And then actually takes off her jacket and starts doing some of the drills with Flannery. Just kind of walking through them.
2: They go through all these exercises for a while and Flannery settles down on one of the nearby benches, takes a big swig from a water bottle... All right, that was incredible. <laughs> That's all the more so with that you're that you're both here for it. Honestly, like <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing, but I I don't it almost didn't matter what we did today. I'm glad we did what we did. It was <laughs> it was all really good work. I I don't know. I I mostly just wanted to be able to train with the both of you at once because I. I, I said I looked up to the others, but I, I look up to the both of you so much too. And I, <laughs> I wanted to be able to, I guess, get that from both of you at once.
0: Straight to the point. That's my girl. <laughs> and Coach gives Flannery a big old slap on the back.
2: <laughs> as weird as it sounds, it's just kind of nice to hang out with the both
0: of you. Yeah. Flannery, you're always welcome here with me. You know that. I know that, and, yeah. and I'm glad. To, I'm glad to be. <laughs> yeah, you come home anytime you need to. Then I'll make you run around the gym.
2: When they say "come home," that does give Flannery a moment of noticeable pause before she she nods and says, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely." Hmm.
3: An eyebrow raised. Mia sends Flannery away to you know go get some water or whatever and then turns to coach you're okay with all of that you know what training her means for me versus you right
0: yeah yeah and I'm not okay with it but it's not my call and I mean if I got my way she'd be training for the Olympics. Well, they don't really hold those these days, do they? Been a while. Yeah.
2: Flannery has brought brought up the Olympics before. This is mainly a pipe dream of hers, I think. (laughs) Hoping that they will be run again.
0: Yeah. Flannery's the kind of kid that makes a decision and sticks to it. I like that about her. Everybody likes that about her. But it also means that When she decides to go to war, all you can do is keep her bed warm for her. Wait, her home safe. I don't know. Talk to Jean about it. I don't know. I got scrambled on my idioms. It happens. It's fine. And that that was, yeah. Flannery's going to do this whether or not I'm okay with it. That's how she is. So I'm going to be here for her. That's all.
3: Mia just nods. All
0: right. Same for you, right?
3: Yeah, same for me.
0: Yeah. Ah, the pains of having children.
3: Yeah, I was trying to avoid it, but...
0: <clears throat> <laughs> ah, they find you.
3: Yeah, they certainly do. Thank you again for your input.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, message me anytime. You need anything for Flannery's sake, I am at your beck and call.
3: I'll keep that in mind.
0: And Coach was like, yeah, it's Courtney. Courtney, Coach.
3: Wait, wait. I'm sorry, one more time.
0: Courtney. C o u r t n e y.
3: I Yes, that part I got, and you said- Coach. Okay, that's- Hmm, okay, thank you.
0: Yeah, like I said, message me anytime. That kid needs anything, I'll drop whatever.
2: Coach, we're almost ready to go, right?
0: Yep. On the way out of Gaylord, Michigan, before you hit the highway, the time comes to go to a little rest station. And as you are in the midst of, I'm assuming, choosing snacks, Flannery's got to be ravenous. Baby can always eat. How's Lin-Lin doing?
4: Honestly, like, mildly sickened. I Mm. think we talked about before of, like, during last time we had a big eating moment. She has a pretty small stomach. She's not used to the idea of eating a lot of food or even getting the chance to eat a lot of food. So it almost feels like the way that a bear or chipmunk might stuff as much as possible to hibernate for the winter. Oh. She feels like she is oh. still like reeling from the previous night. Oh no, Look. So right oh, now what? it's mainly just like going over the rest stops counter for just looking over medicine for her stomach. Yeah. <laughs> this mountain somehow damaged her more than the drinking episode did. Oh no.
2: I think Flannery will probably go over to walk past Lin-Lin. Um, she's got an armful of combos or something. Um, and she's like, oh, are you feeling okay?
4: Please
3: no, as she sees the combos.
4: <laughs> what? Oh, no, I'm, I've had enough.
3: <laughs> you know, it'll feel better once you just go ahead and get it out of your system.
4: Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh Uh-huh.
3: And then she walks over to the bathroom. Fixes everything.
0: Time has come for deeds. The angel alert sirens go off and you can see out the glass front door of the convenience store that there is a second chorus angel starting to try to tear the building down. They look like crystalline spiders. You remember them from the Kingston incident.
2: Well, firstly, I think the noise catches Flannery off guard and she's gonna drop some of the combos. No,
0: the combos.
2: <laughs> it's okay, they're still in the bag. Okay, they're safe. But also upon seeing these familiar creatures, she's gonna get serious face like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, let's go. Let's get into action
1: baby had a bunch of snacks in their arms and then upon hearing the uh, alarm and like looking out the window and and seeing the spiders, just
4: sighs and drops them at their feet. (laughs)
1: Leland
4: just finished washing her hands and as soon as she steps out of the bathroom, there's just this,
0: yeah, all right, yeah, all right.
4: This might as well happen.
0: There are six civilians at the convenience store. There's a clerk, there's manager in the back room. There's four people just kind of milling around. Somebody here buying lottery.
2: I think probably because she spotted them first. I'm okay with Flannery going first. Go for it. She's gonna pull out the pendant from under her shirt and activate her hymnal. Yeah. And oh, what are we singing today? I think it's a proud song day. Yeah. She's had a happy time showing off her hometown to everybody. She's proud of her hometown, despite some possible reservations, but maybe we won't get into that right now.
0: We won't. Right now she's proud of who she is and where she came from.
2: Yeah. She's got her hat and her flame cape now and she tips it as she runs out.
0: Very dramatic, very beautiful.
2: And comes out cape swishing out the front door as she goes in for a regular attack.
0: Okay, roll me. Honestly, volume or tempo? Take your pick. Uh, highest one there is a six. That is unconsequenced success. You Yeah. Just absolutely slice through it and it falls to the ground in two before beginning to dissolve. Does not put up much of a fight. These are second chorus angels. They are fragile. Anybody else have anything they want to do?
1: Are there no windows in here,
0: I guess? No, there are windows, yeah. And also, I mean, what is a wall when you think about it?
1: Yeah, that's fair. You know, we were taught by the best uh, incidental destroyer in hell. Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah. I'm going to burst through a window.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: um, it's no speedboat, but I like the attitude. <laughs> thanks, Teach. Where are you headed? Um, It looks like there's one that's right in front of
1: me. And I'm just gonna pull through, like crashing through the window, like side flying kick straight through this angel.
0: Beautiful. Give me an attack roll, please.
1: Will do. Oh, wait, hold on. I didn't decide what song I'm gonna be singing right now.
0: Oh, yeah. We need to know what song.
1: I wanna do a regretful song. Alrighty. That is a, well, wow, all threes across the board.
0: Three is across the board, a success with consequences. It does get defeated, but you do not catch it in time to stop it from the, like, the window that you burst through. That wall is just eaten away. There's a huge hole in the wall that you've just come through.
1: There's, like, a moment where Baby is like, wait, did I do that? Oh, no, I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, regrets. (laughs) Regrets. Still very cool, though, is the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Leland Mia. Leland will activate a love
4: song and set up a barrier around baby. Okay, be on your guard. I'm letting you take care of this. And then she's going to, like, back up further into the store just to make sure that she's going to basically block the way and let her body be a barrier to the rest of the civilians around here as she's going to try to evacuate them. And okay. she would just, like, put her scythe into the air. It's like, okay, everybody, stay in the middle. We're going to treat this like a siege.
0: Okay. What I'm hearing is harmony? Yeah, that
3: works. I have, like, a whole die of that. Okay. So, actually, this is a perfect moment. I was going to also do an evacuation. Can I assist Linlin in any way? Because I was going to do an evacuation roll anyways.
0: I'm trying to think of how that will work mechanically, but I don't see why not
3: because Mia was going to rip the doors off the hinges to the warehouse to give them a different exit. Oh, okay. So that they can get out the back.
4: Yeah, I think that works then. And then she'll just like block that new opening from any of the approaching angels.
0: Yeah, okay. I like that very much. So I'm going to ask for a volume roll from Mia and then we're going to modify Lin-Lin's roll depending on how that goes.
3: Okay. That is a five.
0: Five success, no consequences. No more doors to warehouse. <laughs> All gone. I Mia's
3: mean, just holding one door in each hand. Linlin, <laughs> can I get...
0: You know what? I'm going to give you maybe an extra die.
4: All right, that's two. Beautifully, the first die was a three, but the next one was a six. So that second die mattered.
0: <laughs> Yay! So between the two of you, we've got six civilians out of the scene. They leave through the warehouse door. Does anyone wanna do anything else?
3: I'd like to do a thing. Yeah. I'm gonna use one of my cool powers. Mm -hmm. Rather than use my cool club, I'm actually just going to frisbee one of these doors through a window to try and take out one of the angels. Just like throw it and spin it as hard as possible since I'm a fair bit away.
2: I do love a classic Mia environmental weapon. <laughs> I do
0: love when that happened. There's a window at the end of an aisle between two shelves that you can see an angel outside, yes.
3: Heck yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna mark that I used knock away. Okay. It lets me move them. I'm just gonna say I'm using it to throw the door.
0: And I mean, these are second chorus angels. They're made of wishes. And their wish is to destroy.
1: Please, no destroy.
0: Hey, Flannery, how do you feel about two damages? I guess I can't say much
2: against that right now. You can't? At least I don't think so.
0: Okay. An angel comes around the corner and approaches Baby. How do you feel about two damages?
1: I do have an arcane barrier.
0: Oh, you do? That's right. Yes. There's a flash of red light and energy as the arcane barrier is dissipated. This one succeeds at its mission to tear down this wall and through the side, well, there's a door now, three of these second chorus angels come through a massive hole in the wall in the convenience store and just start fanning out over the place, looking for load-bearing structures to eat. Oh, no, they're getting dangerously close to the combos. They're getting close to the (laughs) combos. Not my snacks. (laughs) So one of them advances toward Leland and Mia. The other two start looking for walls and structures to eat.
1: I take a few steps back, and as I'm looking in the direction of Flannery, I see that there is a light post, you know, over by the front of the gas station, I guess we're at, and I... Unspools some of that razor wire cloth to uh, like (laughs) with enough force that like it like kind of catches the pole and then like flips around it and comes back towards me. And I like direct it at this little angel bud near me as I use chain swing. And as it like wraps around it, I pull on it hard so that it flings over towards the other spider that's near Flannery.
0: I love that very much.
1: It deals two damage to the one that I used it on. I don't know what it's going to do to the one that I threw it at.
0: Well, here's the thing: they have one health, Mm -hmm. so let's just split that two damage up between them.
4: Okay, perfect. They can share. They can share. They can share
0: the damage. (laughs) That was good, and I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I think Flannery winces from the attack she took, but is otherwise okay and gives like a thumbs up to Baby. Like, thanks for the assist.
4: Thumbs up back. Leland is going to look at the one that's in the store next to her and just run and leap over it. But while leaping over it, like a pole vaulter, she just swipe her scythe right below her. To it. Ah. While she's in midair, there are the jets around her wings with a new form, and she's just going to take the daring descent non diver maneuver to the other one within the store. So before she comes around, she's going to stab that one next. Beautiful. And I think at this point it's just very comfortable. This feels like small fry to her by this point now.
0: Yeah. There's one angel left, it is over here.
2: Flannery's gonna repay the kindness from Baby here by going over to target that one, I think.
0: Beautiful, so you're gonna run over this away?
2: Yeah, I think she's actually literally gonna use the sprinting form that Mia and Coach were working on with her earlier to get quickly over to the hole in the wall where she can see the last angel. And she's got the flame cape out flowing behind her as she extends out her whip sword and just spears it out in front of her to get the last one.
0: All right, that uh, sounds like a tempo or a harmony roll.
2: Probably tempo, yeah. Cause you're going fast. <laughs> and she certainly yeah. do go fast. She got a six again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Shelter management the angel sirens are still going available. off. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's never a good sign. You look up and down the street, and these little crystalline spiders are everywhere. They are swarming over downtown, just trying to eat all the buildings.
2: Let me let me just clarify. Is this rest stop still within
0: yes. Gaylord?
2: Okay, then.
0: Oh. Yes, you are not on the highway yet.
2: Yeah, in that case, I think when Flannery realizes that the angels are in more than just this one little place, like it was bad enough that like Martin's rest stop got banged up, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) to apologize to him later. Um, But when she realizes that the, the angels are everywhere over all of the like familiar sights from her childhood down the main street, everywhere, her eyes go like dinner plate wide, like. Oh no. And she does, freeze for a moment before the flames on the back of her cape roar up like the flames at the lodge and she is gonna like flame dash out towards like the very first angels she can see, especially if they are threatening anyone nearby, like people.
0: I think I would love to put an eighth chorus angel as well cause they also tear down buildings. One of those huge blob guys that gave you a big mash in the premiere. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. nostalgic. Yeah.
1: Interesting that two angels that we specifically saw during that incident <laughs> are here. Surely yeah. there's nothing. Very nostalgic. Oh no, there's nothing.
0: Untoward. Yeah.
1: Nothing devious happening.
2: No. Yeah, I think if there's an eighth chorus angel nearby and it's the most threatening thing, that's where she's going.
1: I will go with Flannery.
2: Can you do what you just did to the little one,
0: to that one? Like, throw it away further?
1: I, uh... I can try. And Baby will... I think it's, like, one by one, like, wrapping it in, like, the razor wire, throwing on, like, layers upon layers to, like, try to get enough leverage on it to be able to actually move this big boy. Yeah and I will toss it in the middle of the road, away from buildings.
2: And as this thing gets in a more advantageous position where there's fewer structures and people in the way and a nice straightaway that Flannery can take advantage of, she is going to use her flame lash ability.
0: Please tell me all about the way the flame lash completely just destroys this thing.
2: The flames behind Flannery have just been blazing this whole time and begin to lick up her arms and down the blade as she's going to throw out the blade in front of her, kind of like what she did earlier with the the spearing jabbing attack earlier. And as she thrusts out the blade, a just enormous conical like tornado of flame absolutely roasts it.
0: Gone, melted, destroyed. Starts seeping into the ground.
2: Leaving scorch marks on the road, which she will be like, oh, God. <laughs>
0: Gonna Oops. have to apologize to the mayor, I'm sure. So many apologies Flannery needs to make. <laughs> Anything else you would like to do upon your turn? Are we saying
2: that there are civilians that need to be evacuated around here still? Oh, yeah. Because I think after this big threat is gone, Flannery's next priority is getting, like, townspeople out of the way, safe, sheltered, whatever she can do.
0: Yeah. Give me a roll, please. Sure. Also, describe to me how you are evacuating.
2: As the flames die down a bit, she's going to go to pretty much, again, the first people she can find. People whose, again, faces she'll recognize. They will probably look upon her with looks of, not fear, but definitely uncertainty.
0: <laughs> I think there's some shock in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, highest is a four on that one. Okay, that's a success with consequences. So you get some people to shelter, but on the way, you are attacked by a second chorus angel. That's not fun. Let me just, uh... Oh, they deal two harm.
2: Oh, that's not gonna be fun. That'll take me to zero. Do you have any gain? Uh, yeah, I still have a, a good amount of gain.
0: Okay. Oof. So you're not you're not fully boned.
2: Yeah. So that will take me to zero, but I will spend two gain to get back up to two.
0: Okay. You've hit zero HP, which also means you get the wind knocked out of you. If you want, you can change songs.
2: Hmm. Uh, I'll stick with proud for now. Okay. Yeah, she got the wind knocked out of her, but she's uh, not in a a give up mood.
0: 20 civilians remain on the scene over the comms. Baby. Yeah. You haven't done a roll. You've just done a move and a power. Do you have any rolls in mind?
1: I will do an evacuation. Baby starts essentially like marking off the area using the razor cloth as like crime scene tape, essentially to like mark off safe areas that we're like moving the angels away from. And like help direct people. Um, I guess, I guess currently back towards the gas station because we've already cleared out that area as far as being safe, and so we can, I guess, start having okay. emergency. Yeah,
2: that's that's probably a good area to say that we're directing people towards. Yeah,
1: sounds like a harmony roll. Awesome. Is this considered protecting someone? Question mark.
0: Absolutely. Awesome. Then I get plus two to this roll. Um, six. Beautiful. Fifteen civilians remain. How many angels? So many. Tons. You and Mia.
3: Well, I've been passive for far too long.
0: Yeah, Uh-oh. that's why. Carnage time.
3: <laughs> I haven't hurt anything. I was busy saving lives or whatever. That's <laughs> just not the Mia way. You threw a door at a guy. I did. But I had to take the door off to save lives, so I already had the door. I I just want to do a big hurt to our remaining big angel friend who is present on the battlefield. So I'm just going to make a beeline for them and just orbital dropkick them into oblivion.
0: Absolutely. I would love that. Um... So, yeah, across the street and down an alley, you can, like, you can see it over the buildings. It's huge. It's an 8th chorus Angel. It's two stories tall. I don't know if there are a lot of two-story buildings in Gaylord. Um, At least not in this area. You can see it. And you just... I make no limits on how far you guys can travel. I only say you can only do it once. So...
3: (laughs) Mia leaves a command for Lin-Lin and just says, best discretion, save as many lives as you can. Don't hesitate. And then... She runs down the street, runs off of a car, gets rooftop, and then is going to leap off of the nearest roof, conjure the club out of the air, and then come straight down on top of the angel.
0: Beautiful. So, a regular attack? Uh,
3: No, I am going to use my new ability, which I haven't had an opportunity to use until now. I am going to use punch through. Yeah which is two harm to a close target and it ignores any rules on destruction and they do not drop condemnation. Is two a big enough number? It's not. So let's start juicing that because I've got my proud song. So how much gain do I
0: need to spend? The magic number is four.
3: I will spend two gain to juice my attack and the kids just see from over a rooftop in the distance, just like a pillar of pink light. And then a massive explosion sound as the streets are filled with dust.
0: All right. You haven't made a roll this round, so would you like to?
3: Yes, I will take this opportunity to attempt to evacuate some folks.
0: Okay. I'm kind of saying volume right now just because of the massive show of force.
3: I mean, I can do volume if uh, if necessary. I was just hoping that now that I'm on the other side of the road, I can push people from this way towards our little designated evacuation area. So I'll roll volume if you want. Okay. That is a four.
0: All right. So we have got people just heading in droves toward the here, but there is a consequence. And I do believe that consequence is one of the nearby second chorus angels get you for two.
3: For two? For two. Well, that's not good. (laughs) Wait All right. I think uh,
4: she takes a bit of a running start while still in the store, and I think there is a sound of things, like, revving up within the Hindle unit, and this, the second she takes a step outside, that's when the wings, jets around the ankles just all blast off straight down south into the rest of town. And I think that's where she just, like, finds a group of civilians who are, like, running away from a small group of second course angels. Yeah. And... Tell me if this is like uh, too goofy, but I think she um, makes the scythe grow larger in energy and almost like digs a moat separating them into the concrete.
0: <laughs> go for it, you know what, go for it.
4: All right, and that's gonna it's, be her evacuation. The
0: over the top nonsense is exactly what I'm here for and exactly oh. what I love. So please roll me volume because that's... <laughs> yeah, that's
4: volume. It can't right, be anything sense. else. All right, that's a five.
0: Five will do the
4: trick. And this is a new turn, so we get new gain.
0: Yes.
4: Okay, having the field be covered with these little guys is beautiful because I have (laughs) advance, which deal too (laughs) close and push to near and then move to the new location.
0: Oh, yes. So So,
4: I think I'm going to use advance four times. (laughs) 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 Yes. As soon as that moat is dug in, she just lets loose and is carving a path down the street. And then down the West Street uptown, she continues carving a path through more of the angels <laughs> and takes out another four of them that way.
0: Just zips from one to the other. Just.
4: Yeah. Advance plus daring descent. It allows like the goofiest mobility.
0: <laughs> I, yes. Yes, it does. <laughs>
4: All right, cool, wonderful. I think that'll be her turn.
0: Okay. Oh, it's Cat's turn. The building next door to the gas station begins to crumble in on itself as a small army of second chorus angels does its horrible deeds to the infrastructure. Some of them start preying on the road itself. And then I would just like everybody to think... About the concept of two damage.
1: Okay, thinking. Thinking, thinking, not loving it, but um, thinking about it.
2: I can't protect myself, but I can protect Baby from that if need be.
0: I would love it if you would, because two damage is too many for Baby. <laughs> two damage is too many for
1: uh,
4: Baby.
0: <laughs> I got Spinning Shield. Okay.
4: Alright. Wonderful her spinning shield promise save maneuver. I think as one is about to like bite into her or like stab into her, she just like tosses the scythe aside and just like, as it sticks into the ground, almost like acts as just a barrier in the way. So it's just like biting onto the scythe instead.
2: Flannery will do something similar to what she did on the boat. When she sees a group of these angels coming for baby, she's gonna extend her flame cape out and like pulls baby in under the cape to block the attack. Yeah. And that just completely prevents an attack against a near or close character. And if the character is
0: near, I move to be close to them. Oh, it says a near or close character? Yes. Then it can be yourself.
2: I thought we had determined at, at some other time that it couldn't be me.
4: If it's only near, then it can't be, but if it allows close then it can be.
2: Oh, okay. Because
4: you're in your close circle.
2: Oh, well I'll protect us both then. I have enough game for both of us. Yeah. Them. Flannery suddenly realizes she can protect herself with her. Own. Honestly? <laughs> I mean,
4: that's pretty heroic, honestly.
0: <laughs> it's to be fair, on brand. yeah. Flannery being like, oh, wait, I don't have to just get chomped. I, d-
2: I don't have to just, like, take the brunt
0: force. Speaking of just having to take the brunt force, how's Mia feeling?
3: Yeah, Mia emerges from the cloud of smoke from her previous attack, just, like, covered in these angels that have latched onto her. and is, again, as before, crackling with that distortion sound. She is not happy. We had to dip into some of the gain because of that.
0: Oh, no. And I was
3: stockpiling it, too.
0: That was my turn, though. It's party time.
3: Yeah, I think Lynn is going to
4: stroll back to the store because, yikes, there happens to be an entire building that fell around there, and there might be... Yeah, so I think as she's jetting towards the building that collapsed by the store, I think she's going to try to evacuate the people who might be in there. Yeah. Jetting around and literally just, like, picking up and setting them aside. Tempo
0: roll, please.
4: That is a three.
0: That is a three. That is a success with consequences. That is... You hear over the comms. Okay, guys, everybody's clear. Oh. Long as you can contain this.
1: Okay.
2: And about how many angels are left on the scene? Uh
0: 14.
4: Okay. okay. We can take out four fourteen. I I have six gain. So I think I'm gonna.
3: <laughs> How do you all have so much gain?
4: I can happily use advance.
3: Um, let's go use advance five more times. Yeah. Hey, so <laughs> speaking of that, I was gonna say I'm gonna use batter nine times.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah! I, I'm gonna use um, advance yeah!
2: myself a conservative two times.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. She has a scythe but like looking over at me, I was like, I learned it from you, and I'm just gonna <laughs> use. <laughs> Using advanced five times to just wipe out another five of them around the
0: building. I
2: know to at least save enough gain to use my firewall again if um, I need to.
0: Yes.
4: I, yes.
0: I'm so excited and happy. You said nine of them? <laughs> that's, 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 I think, honestly, uh, baby, I would like you to get in on this. I, Yeah. I yeah. don't, I can't,
1: I don't have what these people have. I just don't. <laughs> I can do chain swing two times, I guess.
0: Yeah, but we determined that a chain swing will take two of them out.
1: So I can take out four of them. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm using the cloth to, like, pull them up out of the street and then, like, flinging them back down onto a different one.
0: Yes! Just, like, spiking them into the ground yeah. at each other. Yeah. Oh, I love that a great deal. Um, can I get a really picturesque shot of Flannery doing some violence to angels, please?
2: She's going to continue using her rocket blade advance to just continually, now that she's in the rhythm of it, spearing a couple more of these second chorus angels, uh, blasting them away from the convenience store where she's trying to stay near at this point because this is where most people are barricaded now and she wants to protect the base, essentially, that this has become. Yeah. So she is standing strong and behind her, you can see people watching from the windows and front door of the convenience store as she does this.
0: Yeah. Hometown hero. And eventually, eventually, over the comms, you hear, okay. Okay, you're clear. No more hostiles detected. And the angel sirens stop, leaving an... Eerie silence. Shelter in place. As
2: the all clear comes through, Flannery is standing where she's been defending the convenience store, panting hard. As she just lets everything around her sink in, like she sees the damage to the strip mall nearby, she sees the holes in the convenience store where Martin, the convenience store owner, works. She sees the scorch mark that she left on the main street nearby. She sees buildings further down the street that have chunks taken out of them as well. Chunks of the road torn up where Lin-Lin tore her scythe into it. I led them here, didn't I? They're
3: following us.
0: Roar to Heaven stars Aaron Cerise as Flannery, Kendrick as Baby, Jordan as Lin-Lin, and Dylan as Mia. I've been your choirmaster, Cap. We are playing Blazing Hymn, a game based on the Lumen engine by Spencer Campbell. Thanks to all our Kickstarter and Itch supporters for making Roar to Heaven possible. This episode was sponsored by J.D. Osorio of the Game Pitch Podcast. Thanks so much for your support.
3: J.D., I love you.
1: Combos.
2: This place is very well stocked with all of the combos.
4: I don't know what a combo is. I barely do. I'm glad Kendo brought that up because I've been playing a lot. I just
2: know that they're an American snack food and they're common.
0: They're an American snack food and they're weird and... I don't know much about them because we only get like one or two occasionally in the really special 7-Elevens. Oh. Is
3: this what American food is to you? Oh. I, yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've had combos once in my whole, whole life. Yeah, I've also had these a singular time.
0: Yeah, You're scaring
3: the Americans.
0: And then the angel alert siren goes off.
3: Oh, great. Hey, cat, what's all these white dots on the screen? I'm so confused and afraid. <laughs> Are those, the combos? Are, those these, are the combos? are these the combos I've heard so they much about? They are
0: circular and they have a thing in the middle.
3: Hmm, true, 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 true. These
0: are the combos that you oh, heard. That's I'm, how you
4: know we're welcome back to America.
0: Why are the Canadians <laughs> the ones who know about the combos? Right? I don't know. <laughs> we import them from you. <laughs> <laughs> Please, anyway, from
1: take you. you. Please take them. We
0: learned them from watching <laughs> oh, <take> you. you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who taught you this? How did you get this? (laughs) I learned it from you.